Welcome back, everyone, to Shot of Culture, Queer Tales Over Kava and Tequila Sips. I'm your co-host, Lala, and I'm here with... Pilo G. Season 2, Pilo G. Are you ready for this? Yes. Oh, my God. Happy New Year, 2024. <laughs> this is it. Happy New Year. So, I don't know if you noticed, but I got a new name for Season 2. Oh, yeah? What is that? I'm going with Lala. This basically every season, I think I'm just gonna you know change it up and just have like okay. a new name. Every the season. artist formerly <laughs> known as Prati. Yeah, well, you know, Prince is like one of my favorites, so I'm gonna keep it like Prince in style. So I'm yeah. going Lala. I'm going Lala season two. Right on. I don't have a new na- new name this year yet, so it's. Uh, but we are focused on. 2.0, a better version of ourselves. It's like the Apple iOS. Every time there's a new version enhancement, you get that, uh, you know, those updates. So <laughs> same thing here. Same thing. Um, yeah. What, what uh, you know, it's a new year. What, you know, focus, manifestations, uh, what's been top of mind? Well, t- definitely 2.0. Obviously, this is season two. So it was really fitting that we started off with like the 2.0 versions of ourselves as well. I mean, I think for us, we talk about 2.0 all the time, not just as in like season two or something like that, but the the 2.0 in terms of um, where we are in life, right? Like I think other people call it middle age. <laughs> <laughs> Middle age. Um, I don't know. It just sounds weird. It sounds like I'm in the middle ages, medieval times. No, I want to call this (laughs) 2.0. Does that mean I get my convertible? (laughs) Yes. And my 25 year old girlfriend? I'm not in charge of your finances (laughs) or your relationships. I'm joking. No, but it, yeah, this is, uh, I feel like the year started, is starting off pretty good. Um, you know, just an update from my, my perspective is, um, you know, I decided to take a career break this year, um, which is pretty major. I have worked, you know, in, in talent acquisition for 20 years, like nonstop recruiting and just got to this point where I was like, you know, where is the time for me? A little bit of self-care. I mean, it's like, you know, having to work tons of hours throughout the week. And then we've all known the Sunday scaries, (laughs) what's expected Monday morning. Um, So um, yeah, huge change uh, taking a, I I call it my mental reset. Um, Just trying to get back recentered, feeling healthier, not only physically, but also mentally. So, um, and also we talked a little bit, uh, you know, about, you know, just releasing the things that just haven't served us for so long. So um, what do you think? Well, I, I'm, congratulations, first of all. I mean, you know, it, having um, the courage to leave your job, even though it's a really tough job market, right? And yeah. um, I don't work in talent acquisition, but I work as a like an executive coach, basically. And so, like, it's a tough job market for folks right now. Yeah. And I know that, you know, when you're pushed to such a, a you know, a limit, basically, mm-hmm. where you just really can't take any much more. I'm not, you know, I don't know what kind of work culture you're in, but like, obviously it can get really toxic. And if you're like forced that limit of saying like, Hey, this no longer serves me and I can do something different, you know, that's powerful. That's courageous. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, the funny part is people ask me all the time, like, are you worried? Like, how's it going? Do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I'm chilling. Like I get to sleep in, um, I've already read a couple of books in the short weeks that have been off. Um, I keep focusing on like, okay, what are the things that I need 
you know, more of that self-care. And I don't just mean it just to say it'd be cliche, but like literally like taking care of my body, going to the gym more, uh, getting those massages, um, trying to meditate. Somebody with ADHD has a really hard time doing that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all practice right now. So good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, you know, like I said, I hear people talk about and really complain about their jobs all the time. Right. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think it's them necessarily like bitching. I just think the work culture here in the States, like we, oh, gosh, you know, it's not like intuitive to like where our folks, our people come from, where it's much more of this like work-life balance. Yeah. And I feel like in the States, you know, there's such hustle and grind culture and you're working 12 hour days. There's no time to reset and it's so unhealthy. Yeah. Are we living to work or working to live? You know, (laughs) Hey, that's a question I ask my clients all the time. (laughs) Awesome. But there's a lot of good stuff happening in and around the Bay. Yes. Um, we're excited. Our 49ers are in one of the like do or die games. Hopefully, Get us into the Super Bowl. Yes. So yes. I'm going to manifest and put it out there. Absolutely. We have the NWSL in March kicking off. Absolutely. BFC, uh, let's go. Uh, what else do we have going on? It's going to be a fun year. I mean, 2024 is packed for the Bay Area. I think we've got a lot of guests that are coming on the show. So that's going to be a little bit different from season one. Season one was mostly you and I kind of BSing a lot. <laughs> we still do. people into our friendship for sure. But season two, we want to kind of branch out a little bit and tell more queer tales, not just queer tales from ourselves, but from other folks. And so we are definitely centering on intersectionality and making sure that the voices um, that we're bringing on are really representing a wide range of voices in the queer community and i'm excited about it i'm so excited about the guests can you give any hints well we're gonna keep it um gosh sports and entertainment okay it's very broad very broad (laughs) any chefs in there (laughs) there's there's some chefs in there you know athletes there's some athletes in there okay um it's a good mix and then i think the one thing i guess we can give is that we were fortunate enough to get a few of our queer spaces to want to come on the show as well, right? So, yeah. we, so queer spaces are so vital for us as queer people, right? Having safe spaces, bars, clubs. And to other folks, that seems like, oh, th- they're just partying. Yeah. But those are really places and spaces where we can be ourselves, right? Like, go, like tell me about the first time you went to a queer club. Oh my God. I was like in Disneyland, <laughs> but I felt like my, I could put my guard down and like yeah. be free. And then it's like, uh, just the whole experience as a whole, like I probably the first time I went, I probably wasn't even of age <laughs> to order a cocktail, <laughs> but, uh, just feeling free, like, and safe. Right. Um, that it, you know, that's, that's been I guess my memory of like first going out. And so, yeah, we'll get to talk to some of those folks um, and just the importance, you know, of, of keeping those safe, safe uh, places alive and in the community. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited to, to just uh, hear about their journey and, um, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so like that focus is going to be mostly on the Bay area for sure. Going to some of the queer spaces that are here in the Bay area. And then we have some on the East coast that we're going to venture out to. Um, so a compare and contrast a little bit of like what life is like on both coasts. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So exciting stuff. Um, what else has been happening? Anything else that's been going on since your like 2.0 era has been, you know? <laughs> I am, you know, I, I think we talked a little bit in last season about like dating and like getting back in there. And so it's been a slow progress, you know, um, I'm trying, man. I went out to Lowe's. I think I posted a clip about this and um, not a very good uh, place to pick up other lesbians. So we'll keep reporting on that. We'll have to follow you around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dating life is the same. Still married, still happily married. We're all good here. Um, but it has been like 2.0 era, you know, is is definitely hard on relationships, I think. I'm not just, I'm not talking about just romantic relationships. I think friendships for me too. Yeah have been really difficult. Um, it's been a hard era in just like prioritizing myself. Like I think I realized that I was a people pleaser for so long and I would say yes to things I didn't really want to say yes to all the time. And I didn't focus on myself. And that was something that I learned kind of on this break is that I really kind of needed to get back to doing me right? And like centering myself and getting rid of some of the toxic people that were in my life who were just taking and taking and taking and not seeing me for who I am. Right. And I don't really see you asking for for much. It's just sometimes it's just an ear, you know, uh, supporting our journey. And I don't know, part of me is like, is it because, you know, everyone has tons of things going on? Um, It's unfortunate, but um, I feel like friendships shouldn't feel heavy they should they should really be enlightening uh they should feel like you know if you haven't talked to them for weeks you pick up the phone it's like no time has gone by absolutely and that's the thing for me is that reciprocity is so huge for me you know and I felt like I was the person who was consistently reaching out and consistently almost like bothering people and I'm like if I'm a bother yeah you know, then obviously, like, no, like, if you're not wanting to say, like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? How are your kids? How is your life or job or whatever? It's yeah. just like that reciprocity piece is so big for me, right? you know, and I didn't, I didn't feel like people were doing that. Yeah, yeah. it is hard. Sometimes you don't need anything. It's just more of like, hey, I'm checking in on you to see how you're doing. Yes. So, um, which, you know, this is the, again, the 2.0 that we talked about yeah. is, um, getting back to ourselves because we lose ourselves yes. when we're in relationships, we lose ourselves when we get caught up with the job. And then it's like, we start like intermeshing right with work. And it's like, wait a minute, if we peel all those layers, like they're still us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel pretty good. Um, I think we're we're pretty blessed. We've had a, an amazing time doing this and fumbling and figuring things out <laughs> yes. um, today. You know, just trying to figure out audio editing. I know, still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have good news, right? So we were named in the top um, 100 of LGBTQ plus podcasts. And we're yes. actually in the top 50 of that 100. I didn't yes. think anybody was listening. So thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we uh, obviously... Everyone has a preference on how they like to, you know, watch their po- either watch the podcast on YouTube. Um, some people are, you know, they prefer Spotify, Apple. So we're on all of those platforms for everybody to check out and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. I mean, season two, you know, mostly has us in California. Yes, um, we will hopefully do some traveling as yes. well. You know, and um, it'll be just fun to see kind of what we get into. Yes. My goal is there will be some travels and I will be sneaking into 
queer establishments sneaking. and reporting back. Well, oh. I won't be sneaking. <laughs> there will be no sneaking. I remember back in the day when we were youngins, um, we did used to sneak into places. We've talked yes. about this in season one. And we used to take, do you remember the flask? Because we were so broke. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would have pre-shots in the yeah. car, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Pre-shots in the car. That way, when you went in, you just needed one more. And I just like that yeah. feeling of, like, coming in confident, a little cocky, maybe. Yeah. Like, okay, I can talk to anyone, but not, like, over the top. Yes. And then, yeah, then we had to buy our, you know, let's look cool, have something in our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Cruising around. Yeah. We won't be doing that. We're just, yeah. I don't not even know. I mean, I feel like I've been revisiting um, my relationship with alcohol, too. You know? Yeah. Dry January or yeah, no? I have done dry January. And I, I like it. Yeah. It's been good, you know? And um, I, you know, you know this, like 2.0 era, the hangovers. They hurt. They hurt. You know? <laughs> and so I was like, and then for a long time, I was like, I can't make sugar in anything, right? So I have to have like the tequila, which is my preference. Yeah. Just straight up an ice cube. That's it. Um, no sugar, but it's like, it tastes good. But if you don't have good tequila, then it doesn't taste that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I totally, I've totally cut back. Now it takes where it used to take me like maybe like three drinks to get tipsy. I think now one, yeah. like that's how much I've cut back. Sadly, that or the next day, like you said, the, the hangover, <sighs> the stuffy note, like suddenly my body is allergic. I'm oh like, no. The sinuses, right? <laughs> sinuses. Like this is what we have to deal with mid, mid 40s. Um, but yeah, I'm coming on my 45th year. So in just a couple of months here, I'm going to have a birthday and I'll be Woo! 45, just like you. So I'm a young game compared to you yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm pushing... <laughs> The 40 and some change. I don't like this rounding off stuff either, so we won't do that. Okay, okay. But let's just say I'm a little bit ahead of Lala. So. Yeah, 40 and some change. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. So manifestations for 2024, you want to put some like big things out there for yourself? Yeah. Um, number one, our podcast is going to take off. I have a feeling. Yes. Feeling my bones. <laughs> I love it. Next one, I want to be... Just in this continued space where, like, I feel like the frequency is up here. And I, and I, you know, and I don't know if that was, like, part of me, like I said, taking a career pause. But I feel so good about that. Um, you know, I'd also love to be in a loving relationship. But, you know, that is what I'm putting into the universe. And continued health, of course. Like, continue to stay healthy. This will be six years in remission. So I... I'm super happy, which is why it's important to like stay healthy, um, you know, and, and just keep focusing on, on improving myself, whether that's like mentally, physically, um, all of the above. So I love that. I love that. I think number one health that has been, you know, something that has stood out to me in the last uh, few months, weeks. I don't even know what to say. Like health, just not taking your health for granted. Yeah. And being really grateful. Like that's something that I wake up with. I, I just had COVID again. <laughs> my kid my kid you know it's like he's germy he's a kinder kindergartner yeah and they come home with germs and so i only was the only one that got it me and him and it was hard it was hard mm. it was a very hard um not so much the covid but it just triggers my migraines and then it just like this, this whole like so swoop. you were basically out for like 
two weeks. <laughs> I was. And I'm just catching like my breath literally now. And then my daughter is sick and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like one thing like after a, another. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're a parent, like, you know, you have to keep going. You have to keep doing your job. You have to keep showing up. You have to, you know, keep parenting them. And like all of those things are happening while you're trying to work or do whatever you're doing. And it's just the multitasking mm-hmm. is crazy. And I also want to say thank you to you because, um, you know, I had been putting off my mammogram for a long time. Yeah. And you were like, I don't play with that. No. <laughs> and and it's really just because of like all the multitasking. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get yeah. to it. You know? And I did eventually get to it because like, I think you had been texting me like every single day, like Lala, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> important Um, it is and I went and I had to uh go back for additional testing actually you know and that was scary for me because I can only like imagine kind of what going through that process oh my god for you as well and and now I'm having to take some additional so they basically found some sediment or something like this in in my left breast and they were like you know you're 44 it's going to happen and we need to continuously like monitor you and make sure like things are you know not progressing basically yeah you know and they don't know really what it is and for me that was another reminder of like I got to take care of myself I've got to meet all of these you know exams mm-hmm. um oh it gets me older. way more fun <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to no no more fun I know we don't want to know but I'm glad you did it um it's interesting because it, you know I keep seeing like more and more people are you know coming down with like you know these diseases and it's like we're trying to figure out what the hell so it's important even if you're not of age to have a mammogram you should still be checking period like you know your body better than well something doesn't feel right get it checked out for sure so glad everything's great thank you stay on top of it um so yeah good good health what else what else you got for your manifestations i mean that that's the that's the golden one for sure good health um you know I want to have some more stability in San Francisco and um, we've been renting for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've said that previously, but we rent and we live in a very small place and it is very crowded with two kids and two dogs and my partner and I. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping if all goes well, we can get into a larger place, maybe own something would be ideal with a guest room. With a guest room. Can I put that out there? Yeah, I want to buy something. I want, You know, even if it's not in San Francisco proper, but here in the yeah. Bay Area, I yeah. feel like we are so stretched thin and it would be, um, yeah, it would be wonderful yeah. to have our own place yes. that's bigger. Yeah. I feel like my, my heart is always going to be here. And I've always thought about, like, what would be ideal? Do I go back uh, to Vegas? Which is, you know, I have a home there, which would be awesome. Do I start somewhere new near the beach? Tropical. Um, So I hear you. It's like I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, But, yeah, it's hard to leave the bay. Like... And it's expensive, right? Like, you know, I think San Francisco gets a lot of bad press. Um, And as you and I both know, being, you know, born and raised here for the most part, the pockets of places that people are talking about, like the TL, you know, when they're like, oh, the unhoused population, like that's always been the way yeah. it is. That's yeah. always been the way, you know what I mean? It's just like, what do you, what do you mean? Like that's always been San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's any worse than it was before to me. You think? Yeah, no, it's not really like 
got much worse. So for people that don't know, the tender loin is considered the TL or the tender knob. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those places in San Francisco where like most recently I feel like, um, you know, drugs have just, the use of drugs have just really increased. And so you see a lot of, a a lot of issues, um, in the neighborhood. There's a lot of people that post. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, with this, I think we have a mayoral campaign coming up in San Francisco. Um, it's going to be really important. I think that that's one of the biggest things that's like, you know, mm-hmm. that the city needs a most help with that affordable housing. For sure. um, uh, you know, there's crime, but I think it's, you know, what's happened because of inflation and, you know, yes. people just want to eat. So absolutely. And it's urban, right? Like we're in an urban environment. San Francisco is by no means like a suburban client climate, yeah. you know? And so when you're coming here, this is an urban environment. Like I've always been someone who has been cautious in urban, urban environment. Yes. Like I lock my doors. I don't leave anything in my car. <laughs> you know, those are things that we have been raised with. Yeah. Not do. Um, and so, you know, but I love the progressiveness as well. Like the folks that do come out that we have a lot of folks that have transplanted here from somewhere else. And, the progressiveness, like the reason we can't leave, mm-hmm. you know, like we feel comfortable. Yeah. Here. Yeah. The food, the culture, the music, the theater, the arts, even though the, a lot of the artists, unfortunately, I mean, it's too expensive to live here, but, um, there's some amazing like murals and stuff that you can check out uh, in the mission district that kind of throughout the city. Um, but those are all the things that make it so wonderful Absolutely. and it's not too hot and it's, we cry about 50 degrees. I know everyone makes, even our New York like followers. I know we're, you know, we're trying to get better, but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, great weather, you know, we're a solid sports sports uh, area. Um, like I said, we're excited that the NWSL is finally Absolutely. having a home here and women's basketball is coming to the Bay. So this is going to be hard though. I'm going to have an inner conflict because we've got, my aces now. I know. So, and I'm like, everybody's like, are you going to switch teams? I'm like, no. Really? But I'll support. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll support. You're I, not going to go for the WNBA Warriors. I mean, I'll cheer them on. I feel like it's <laughs> cheating. You know, I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I wasn't calling you a cheater. Kelsey Plum. <laughs> <laughs> She's not on our team. Again. She's not. Okay. But she could be. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Anyone else you want to get into, maybe athlete-wise, this season? We'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh I know. I always get in trouble. <laughs> you do. You do. Absolutely. You know. Still no word from Allie Krieger. You know, <laughs> I shot my shot out. Uh, sh- what is it? Shoot your shot? Yes. I've done that, like, you know, several times. Yeah. Still no answer to my DMs. I mean, maybe she's not <laughs> looking for a relationship right now. That's you know, true. like she's just That's in her true. like single. That's right. Phase still. Yeah. yeah so. Do the healing. Absolutely. And then holla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll have some fun this season. Definitely check us out. Um, we're going to have so many guests on here. We're, of course, going to be highlighting San Francisco culture. We'll talk a little bit about San Francisco pride, even though it's only... February, we're going to be in June here real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, season two. Looking forward to it. All right, y'all. If you guys have any questions, you want to talk about something, you want to, you know, see some interesting guests, have any ideas, 
send us an email, shotofculturepodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, most important thing, when you watch our videos, please like and share. We'd love to continue to, you know, share stories with everyone. So that is your shot of culture. Thank you all. We'll see you next time.